Content. Hello, and welcome to our wonderful show, Why Though, with Miss Alison Borens and me, Daniel Spencer. Welcome to part two of the confessions that we had you send us. Uh, um, okay, this next one is interesting. Watching Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon near 9-11 shaped my brain. I think you should tell everyone that. <laughs> Everyone should watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon somewhere around the time frame of 9-11. We should just all... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're trying to say that they, like, were watching it near 9-11. Like, they were there, like, close by. No, I think no, they meant, like, in the no. time frame. Yeah, 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 in the time frame. The image that you're conjuring up is somebody, like, watching Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon while there's like ashes falling in their neighborhood from like <laughs> nearby you know like they're like so close i know this to tragedy, tragedy is happening but i really need to watch crouching tiger hidden dragon um but we're glad it shaped your brain i can only imagine the wonderful thoughts that you're having uh with martial arts and death <laughs> i don't know <laughs> how to feel about that but there you go do you know my mom's birthday is on 911 um n- no, I, I'm glad to know now. Okay, I'll read the next one, if okay. that's okay with you, King. Yes, go ahead. I'm sleeping with one of my coworkers, and nobody in our office has a single clue because we've kept it on the DL so well. The plan is one day for them to just walk up and kiss me and see everyone's reaction. Um, That is saucy. I do think that that will be funny if they do that and nobody reacts. Yes, yeah, I agree. <laughs> It's going to be really awkward if people are just like, we knew. Did you think we didn't know? (laughs) They're like, actually, it's kind of weird that you're kissing in the workplace. (laughs) Hey, I'm calling HR on you. This is weird. I don't like (laughs) having to witness this right now. Uh, Again, congrats. I don't know what to say other than you're probably having a fantastic time. Uh, There is something alluring about doing things in secret and... I hope that it's giving you your kicks uh, and you're having good times with the co-worker. <laughs> I hope that when you when the co-worker walks up and just kisses you to see everyone's reaction, um, thunder, go, thunder goes off in the sky and shakes the whole building. Yes, yeah. Agreed, agreed. Uh, cool. Uh, the next one is, I stabbed a kid with a pencil in the third grade. I told the principal it was because he was giving me an Indian burn on my arm. I lied. I stabbed him with a pencil because he couldn't spell my name right. I met the kid in middle school. I'm pretty sure he showed me where the lid from the pencil was still in his arms. Sorry, Kyle Hoffman. Uh, that makes (laughs) us a little bit less anonymous. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, very interesting. Uh, they put hashtag, sorry, Kyle Hoffman. Uh, yeah, the weird things we do in the second and third grade. I cut a girl's hair off because I thought that it was ugly, the ends of her hair. And at that point, I think I should have known that I was gay, but, you know, I, don't, I didn't. I just was like, she has pretty hair, but the ends are so disgusting. So. 
<laughs> went with the scissors. And it was those like ugly like material cutting scissors, those really like thick, big ones that aren't like very well made. So I just was like and yeah, cut off her hair and got in trouble for it. Into her book bag too. I was a sadistic kid. That's a lie. I was pretty normal. But that moment was like a little bit of like my pee in the shampoo bottle moment. Like I was like I could be erratic at times. I would rather someone cut off my split ends than pee in my shampoo. <laughs> like, actually, thank you for the favor. Like, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I hope her mom thanked you. Uh, the dad was very angry at me, apparently. Um, I didn't get confronted about it, though. They were like, she needed a haircut, apparently. And I was like, yes, that's why I cut her hair in the first place. You're welcome. <laughs> Did you ever get stabbed with a pencil or any sort of, like, school thing growing up? Like, stationary piece? No, I was loved. I had a cousin. We were playing hide-and-seek in the dark. And he was holding a compass, like the, like, weird mathematical ones. And it had a very long needle. And he threw it in the dark. And I didn't feel anything. But I woke up. I mean, I woke, I woke up, they turned the lights on. <laughs> um, and yeah, there was just a huge compass in my leg. Uh, I remember that very vividly. I was like, what is going on? And there was just a deep hole from where it, from where it came from. <laughs> next, next confession, next confession. Um, all right. I fooled around with all three of my child BFF's brothers. Also, I think that's also, like, a big accomplishment. Like, yeah. I don't think the BFF would be happy to find that out. But, like, if you can confirm that all three of the brothers are sexually attracted to you, then good. You're doing something right. You're doing something right, baby. Um, cool. Any advice? You are probably hot and cute. Yes. Can confirm. Can confirm. Uh, and that's my advice. Awesome. Uh, next confession. Oh, here's my anonymous confession. Uh, when I was a sophomore in high school, I wrote a note that said, nobody loves you and gave it to a girl on Valentine's Day and told her someone had given it to me and told me to deliver it. I never found, got found out. That's super <gasps> mean. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. I think that our advice is they should reach out and say... I'm sorry for being a freaking douche. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I feel like that's, yeah, that's very interesting. I also know this person and I'm like, ha. Ah. <laughs> I want to know that, what the context was. Why would you write such a note? Again, that seems like something very different, right? That seems like someone pissed you off to the point where you were like, I am going to ruin this person's life. I had to that sit during valentine's days because again i wasn't like hot conventionally hot until i started like losing weight when i was 16 um and i'd always sit they had these very public valentine's things where they the prefects would line every the whole school up and they'd announce the names so there was a different prefect for every single class the prefect would say, uh, Mark Johnson, and Mark Johnson would come and grab it, uh, Peter, whatever, and they'd come and get it, they'd come and get a rose or whatever. Um, and so people would just be like, oh, you didn't get a rose? Uh, you're so, like, weird, blah, 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 blah. 
<laughs> and I remember one time getting a rose from someone anonymous. And I was like, I don't hang out with people. I don't know people. I don't know who this is. But whoever they are, thank you. Like, that's just all I want to say. Thank you to whoever sent me that rose. You're very kind. You're probably a straight woman. I appreciate it. Maybe it was a boy and I just don't know about it. But yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. Oh, cute. That negates the sadness of the original story. <laughs> I Yeah, it's very harsh. And our advice is I hope you've changed. I, I, believe, I think you have. I hope you have. I guess, yeah, going back to that every story, if we want to spin it like this is a story of empowerment for the person who did it, maybe the girl was a big asshole and needed to be humbled. (laughs) Maybe she, and you know, and that's that's why I was saying maybe it was like deserved. Maybe it was slightly like, hey, you need this. Um, But yeah, let's let's hope. We can only hope. That's all it is. Uh, Confession. Oh, wait, you're reading that next one. Confession! <laughs> was I was so excited to go to the temple as a little missionary and got my period so bad in the celestial room. No lie, a temple worker had to come up and tell me three skull face emojis, two laughing, crying face emojis. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Interesting. Advice? The- Um, well, I was just going to say that's not really like a confession. Here's our advice to you is it's your body saying you're not pregnant, so it's okay <laughs> to yep. be embarrassed. And I understand that you were, pro- you were probably wearing white at the time, which is why it was probably more embarrassing. But baby, maybe it's a sign from heaven. <laughs> you were yeah. chosen. You're the next, you're the next Mary. Exactly. <laughs> I sincerely hope not, but yeah, weird times. I, did you ever have anything like embarrassing like that happen with you? Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't that long ago, so I don't really have an excuse. But I did literally. It was the first time I met my friend, and I was sitting on like her nice chair in her living room that was white, and I just bled a straight up blood stain on that baby. And was like, oh, no, I'm 25 <laughs> right now. I should know better. How do, So the, how does that work? How? Well, I don't want to ask you personal questions about that, but I am curious, like, how much of a flow there is to it all. It's very unpredictable for me, at least, because I like it's usually starts off not that heavy. Oh, I don't know if this is too much info. But it's just, I'm fine with it. it's just biology, okay? It's not my fault. Biology! Yeah. If I could not have a period that would rock. <laughs> Shitty yeah. guns. If I could not have a period, that would be fantastic. <laughs> but I've never been like, did you ever see when BuzzFeed would be like, some of our interns are going to free bleed for a week. And like, they just have to like bleed through you know their what? pants and hang out. Really? I feel like the, does it, okay, this is my other thing. Does it smell like blood? Does it have that like, yeah, strong irony smell? Yes. Does it have other smells? Um, it smells like 
Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle, probably. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, so I've never smelled it. Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, next confession. Uh, I set fire to a bathroom on the second story of a building. Two doctor's offices and a dentist's office were destroyed in the fire. Oh, well, I mean, as long as nobody died. Yeah. That's the. Again, I feel like some of these are like, we can hope. We can only hope. We're but, assuming the best in you. Yeah. yeah. Um, sucks for those doctors and dentists, but I'm sure they have insurance because they're doctors and dentists. Um, hopefully, they did okay. Um, but yeah. Don't have a lot of advice other than, hey, don't do that again. <laughs> As a child, I was, like, deathly afraid of the dentist because, like, I mean, obviously it's not mostly not a pleasant experience to get your teeth drilled. So, like, imagine being, like, seven and being, like, deathly afraid to have to go to the dentist and it gets burned down. Like, you're, did a child What if that was that their day? motivation? What if they were just, like, empowering people that were scared of the dentist? They were, like, we're tired of the power they hold over us. We're taking our power back. I'm going to burn down all the dentist's office so that my teeth can rot out of my head on principle. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. If that was your motivation, we are proud slash angry with you. And that's how I feel currently. I mean, they don't say if they did it on purpose or not. So I guess it's possible I that they... Bath... No, he said... Well, they said, I set fire to a bathroom. I guess that does imply that it's on purpose. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I can relate to the love of fire, though. I love fire so much. Like, I love watching things burn. Um, I've never wanted to burn a house, though. I will say that. I love burning, like, paper and other, like, weird things just to see how it burns. But, yeah, I hope, we hope it was an accident. If it wasn't, we hope that you've changed. <laughs> yes. We're like gaslighting people like Loki. <laughs> like, we hope that there were no legal repercussions, assuming that you've changed. <laughs> Wild. Uh, do you want to read the next one? Yeah. I love the smell of fire. I just have been thinking about that since you said that. I was like, yes, I love fire. I love the smell of fire so much. Yeah. So good. Okay, I left a crate of Molotov cocktails out on the highway. Those are the ones where it's like a bottle with like gas in it or something yes, and yeah, then like yeah. a piece of cloth, You light right? them all on fire, yeah. Why would you have a, a crate of them? I guess, I'll, let me read the whole thing, sorry. So I left a crate of Molotov cocktails out on the highway. A semi ran over it and made a huge explosion along the highway. Four cops within two minutes had swarmed the area and we got asked if we we had seen anyone i said yeah we did and i told them the names of the bullies from high school and that they headed down the street running and they drove off <laughs> that sounds like made up but i guess we'll believe it well and these two are both from the same person and so with that i would like to say that yes this has probably been on purpose Interesting obsession you have. <laughs> Again, I just hope it's finished. Uh, please don't cause explosions on the highway, especially because that can kill people. Uh, 
Yeah, it probably, yeah. Please just don't do that again. That's all I've got to say. Don't you have to, like, arrange them? Like, can you buy a pre-made crate of them? I think you have to make it yourself. It's just a cloth in, like, a bottle with gas. And you Molotov soak the cloth. Cocktail. You soak the cloth and you light it on fire and the fire goes up and into the bottle and explodes out. I just, like, the crate thing is just, like, very interesting imagery <laughs> to me. <laughs> I like that this guy, whoever he was, Exploded an entire truck, and you were like the crate. <laughs> he blew up a highway, basically, and you're like, it's so interesting that he had a whole crate of them. <laughs> well, like I'm imagining, like going to a business warehouse and buying a wholesale crate of mol- Molotov, <laughs> Molotov cocktails. cocktails. Yeah, and was like, is that even a thing? I guess it could be. Yeah. Wild. Anyway. These last ones just are really heavy. Yeah. <laughs> they took a different to- a different tone. <laughs> Episode one's like, ooh, cool, sexy stuff. And then the second part is like, I stabbed people. I exploded a highway. <laughs> I'm a pyromaniac and I can't help myself. Crazy. Do you want to read this last one just because uh, it's long and I don't have glasses? Yeah, I'm excited because I have not read this one at all, so you're getting my reaction in real time. Cool. One time while living in an apartment with four guys and just one bathroom, I woke up having to poop so bad. However, somebody was already using the toilet. My bowels were not on my side, and my poop was going to come out whether I wanted it to or not. When I completely understood my predictability, When I completely understood my predicament, I ran to my room's trash can and unloaded the mess from my behind. Um, If that wasn't horrific enough, I began pooping before the trash was completely underneath me, sending splashes of poo onto the carpet. I shared this bedroom with one other roommate, and he was the one using the apartment bathroom. I had to act quickly. So despite having that trash can for years, I immediately, with no wiping on my bum, went outside and threw it in the dumpster. I then rushed to Smith's where I finally wiped, and purchased a large amount of carpet products that were made to help clean up dog accidents, a bunch of deodorizers and such. When I got home, to my complete surprise, my roommate was still in the bathroom, so I, cl- so I quickly cleaned up any evidence of my poo-poo and never told him or my other two roommates about what happened. First of that all, one... selfish roommate for how long he sat in the bathroom. That sounds like a good amount of time... Especially after someone knocked. I'd be like, oh, I need to get out. Not like, I'll just sit here for half an hour more. (laughs) Wait, it doesn't say he knocked. So maybe he just like saw that it was um, being used. Yeah, and was like, oh, okay, I'll just poop in the garbage can. I hate sploshes as a term. Sploshes of poo. That whole story, I'm going to have to do a lot of bleeping because it's pretty... Offensive. Offensive. So offensive. All the other stuff that we've been talking about is not offensive, but this one. Ugh. Poo. It's my opinion that poo is the worst word in the English language, and you can't change my mind. Worse than any other word. Like, you can say swear words, you can do everything, but poo, it just makes you feel gross. Like, it makes you feel dirty, doesn't it? What about (laughs) C-L-I-T? Sorry, it took a moment. (laughs) I was like, I don't know her. What is that? What is 
What is that? Yeah, you shouldn't know her. She's a stranger to you. Yeah, a total stranger. Yeah. No, straight up. Okay, so say that word. Bleep it. But say that word. And now say poo. And tell me what washes... Like, tell me there isn't, like, a wash over your body of just, like, a gross feeling. Poo. I don't like either of them. I don't feel good doing either <laughs> of them. Like, have, having any of them come out of my mouth. Um, oh, sick. Sick, sick, sick. At least those are more complex words to hate than the word moist. Yes, yeah. True, true. At least we're complicated. We're complicated. Why, why the hell you gotta go be so complicated? I see the way you... Well, well, whoever wrote that confession, I'm sorry that you had that experience. That sounds like a literal nightmare. A literal uh, nightmare. To, to go to Smith's and have to wipe, too. Yeah. yeah, what was the roommate doing that he had to literally... I think we all know. In my time. mind, it came immediately to me. I was like, bro, he's spending that long in the bathroom. He must be giving himself a pep talk. A pep talk, yes. That's, yeah. Yeah. He was peeing in his shampoo bottle because he was like, how can I get back at this guy for not washing the dishes? Or <laughs> he knew he knew he was going to poop outside the trash can. Um, so he was like, I'm going to get back at him right now and pee in his shampoo bottle. <laughs> he went in, saw the poop splashes and was like, I'm done. I'm going to go pee in his poop bottle, in his shampoo bottle. No, I'm saying he preemptively did it. He didn't know he was going to do it, but he was like, I have a feeling my roommate's up to something. I have this crazy feeling in my heart. (laughs) It was like That's So Raven where she goes and looks at the camera. (laughs) Is that how it goes? One, two. Yeah. Did you watch That's So Raven growing up? Yeah, we only got Disney when I was like 14, though. So... It was like, we only got Disney right as High School Musical came out. That was like the moment we got uh, Disney Channel. And Nickelodeon, surprisingly. We got them at the same time. Uh, did you like Zac Efron? Um, yeah. I'd say so. I think I did. Now he's got poofy lips and he's different, but... Yeah, I enjoyed do, him. Do you I was like more guys... of a core, to be honest with you. I was more Corbin Blue fan. Oh. Yeah, jump in. Do you remember jump in? I never saw that one. Jump to the rhythm what... and step to the music. All in to get the let's show how we do it. I don't know if that's gonna get copywritten, but that's my cover. There we go. That's the legal. Thank you for this episode. That's our final confession. How do you feel now that you've read all of them? I feel disgusting with that poop one. <laughs> but we appreciate your honesty. We appreciate your candor. We thank it's you. One, yeah, it's one thing to be just like dropping off a whole, um, what is it? Myriad. Like a, dropping off a huge thing of Molotov cocktails. You were just like, I don't know why you would have just a big bundle of them. But like, there's a difference between doing that and then also, like, pooping in a trash can and around the trash can, that's worse. Yeah, like, that would have been a worse thing to drop off on the highway. Like, would you rather run over Molotov cocktails or would you rather run over a bucket of poo? Um, 
this is where we're getting into a, a fuzzy area as far as ethics goes. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow, what a great area. I just, I don't know. Poo would be so difficult for me to be. <laughs> I can't stand if I will literally, body, bodily fluids, any bodily fluid is an absolute, like, I will vomit if I have any other sort of, like, if people sneeze on me, I get, like, physically ill because I'm like, uh, someone else's bodily fluid is touching me. So I can't imagine poop. Uh, sorry, I'm just like, right now I'm even getting sick thinking about it. But... Well, did this, like, um, phobia, I mean, not that anyone really likes other people's bodily fluids, but did this, <laughs> does this predate the peeing in your shampoo thing? Uh, this does, yeah, this definitely does. Like, I've always hated bodily fluids. That being said, I feel like I did a lot of, like, interesting work, especially with charity work stuff around, like, hospitals in Zimbabwe. And a lot of the time, I thought it was pretty fine. Like, I did pretty well in those situations. But, uh, like, if it's just, like, random people. Like, it took a lot of time to get used to, like, the idea of sharing food or drink with other people. Like, even as a kid, I, like, I would, like, if someone, I just remember this one kid. His name was also Daniel. The one time, he came and grabbed my, like, uh, water bottle from me during like recess or maybe it was after school and drank it like drank it a little bit and he was like i just needed a real big drink and i remember that day being so thirsty and like just not drinking because i was like i do not want to touch whatever that kid maybe he's like the source of all this because honestly he came to school one time he didn't wipe his butt and he came to school with poop all over his hands and that was in first grade and I remember being the kid that was like, Miss, he has stuff on his hands. He has poo on his hands. He needs to go wash it. And he was like, it's just dirt. And I was like, bro, dirt is not like you, like yellow. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, that is very clearly like fecal matter that you've just like not handled well, you know? Uh, and so I think that's where my phobia comes from. Like the early trauma of like dealing with that kid. Because he just used to do all sorts of weird stuff. And I hate him now. <laughs> Sorry, this is like it turned into a therapy session where I'm like, is this where my phobia comes from? <laughs> like... it's, it's okay. I like that you're getting to the root of it because it's obviously uh, shaped who you are. <laughs> it's shaped me as a person. Wow. Um, have you ever had a pooping moment where you needed the toilet super bad and didn't make it? Um... Not in adulthood, I don't think. You said no. The lie detective determined that was a lie. The closest I've come is maybe like a little bit in the underwear. But I've always held, I've always held it together. Like I've always been like, I'm not going to poop. Like I will not poop. That's a lie actually. Can I tell you a weird story? Yeah. And maybe this is too much of a confession for myself. But the one time I was... Okay, so context, I'm lactose intolerant and had been living off of cereal for a very long time. And um, my sister was like, I need you to take me to the airport. So I had been living off of cereal for like two weeks and it had taken its toll. There's a whole other story associated with this, but I just became kind of sick, like really sick. 
Anyway, I take her car. I take her to the airport and I'm driving her car back to my apartment. Because I got to use the car because I don't own a car yet. Um, driving the car back to the apartment. I'm like, ugh, I need to like, I need to like fight. So I fought, and that was the first time I ever, like, quote-unquote, pooped myself. But it wasn't really poop. It was just all water, which is really weird. Like, it didn't stain the seats. It didn't make it out of anywhere. It just was, it was, it stayed. It was weird. I definitely had, like, a wet mark, but it didn't stink, and it didn't stain anything. And, like, there was no, like, weird stuff. I definitely washed the car seat, but... There was no, like, odor to it. It wasn't really, like, poop. It was just, like, I farted, and it was a mostly liquid that came out. And, sorry, this is TMI. I'm just saying it out loud, and I'm like, ugh, Daniel, you're oversharing it. But that's my poop story. That's, a, that's the only time I've ever, like, truly, I think, pooped myself. But I can't even, I don't know if I consider it poop, because it was more like I, was, I had peed out of my butt. You know, like it's, it's. I like the twist, actually. <laughs> it's like really though, right? Like I had less. Like I think I just had so much milk that like it didn't know how to process it anymore, and it was just like, look, we're just gonna release like whatever liquid is left in the self process. I don't know. Weird. Uh. Well, that's our episode. That was our ep- second episode of Confessions. Thanks for watching. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss Weston. Ah, shout out, Weston. Thanks for posting this video, dude. Uh, yeah. Thanks for being you. Thanks for being you, Weston. You're a cool dude. 